0: hello and welcome back to sass stories and sarcasm we're your hosts brian and mary and this is episode 106
1: yeah happy uh national left-handers day to me and uh not you brian because you're right-handed
0: but that's true (laughs) (laughs) yes happy national left-handers day thank
1: you it's on that's uh august 13th the day that we're recording this by the way um brian how have you been what have you been up to this week
0: uh i've been pretty good you know i realized i was doing uh my uh daily jog around the neighborhood <laughs> around the block i should say and it was getting a little chilly so uh, What? I recently... ryan no 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 Well, I, i'm just saying it was getting chilly for me i should say okay well Maybe you're it was... in for a disaster
1: <laughs> once we hit fall winter and spring
0: but i'm getting to that i am prepared mary i just got some sweats on amazon and they're <laughs> on their way <laughs> well you will not be wearing
1: them this weekend because it's be 96 degrees on sunday
0: that, okay well that's that's something to look forward to no but... it's not
1: that's kind of no too hot. it is that's no. too hot
0: oh my god whatever whatever anyways back to my story yeah my sweats are coming and i'm happy very but also in terms of things that actually arrived so recently i basically realized that you know Uh, I'm a very unorganized person, Mary. I just realized this recently, I should mention. (laughs) Okay. And I needed a calendar. So I ordered a calendar online and it just arrived. And I'm so happy because I've never had a calendar before. I've only always just kind of like wrote down things to remember on like random pieces of paper. Okay, "Okay."
1: you told me this, (laughs) but you told me you're only going to write down like doctor's appointments. So you're going to have your annual eye appointment coming up soon. And then you have your biannual uh, dentist appointment. But mm-hmm. I asked if you're gonna put down people's birthdays, and you said you're not going to. So you're gonna have like, at most <laughs> like, things, yeah, it. <laughs> you're gonna have like four to five like appointments per year on this calendar, and nothing else. And then when you, I asked how are you gonna remember to check it. I just personally keep everything on my phone. Hmm. But then you said, well, I'm gonna keep it on my desk so I remember to look at it, even though you don't look at your phone when it's on on your desk.
0: That is true. But this will be like literally on the wall. I, you cannot miss it. And oh, it's
1: gonna be it, hanging up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I'm actually gonna put it on the ground somewhere, Mary, like a weirdo. That's
1: how you made it sound.
0: No, it's gonna be hung up. It's gonna be legit. And uh yeah. So those are the is two there, interesting is... things in my life that are going on. I've got a new calendar and I'm so excited about it, quite frankly. And <laughs> I'm getting some sweats, which also are pretty exciting. Um oh, oh, we went to Trader Joe's. Yep. That was that was uh, the highlight of the week. I almost forgot about that. And as usual, as soon as Mary gets into Trader Joe's, she starts looking at house plants, and she asks me if I want to get a house because you know she's always uh, suggesting I improve my uh, apartment with some sort of plant.
1: Well, the only the only like personal piece of anything in your apartment is the pillow pillow of your dog that I gave you for your birthday. Nothing else says that Brian lives there. Otherwise, it's completely generic. <laughs>
0: yeah i guess that's true <laughs> and you're well, like
1: and you then did,
0: you did you did suggest i get like one of those random paintings that have like a picture of yourself a painting of yourself a royal like, painting like, of looking yourself. like a medieval something yeah royal painting <laughs> yeah and, but then uh, you said no
1: yeah I'm, I'm i was just trying to so. help you and then yesterday though at trader joe's you were like no i don't want to get a house plant and i was, you're like where would i put it i'm like your apartment's empty you can put yeah. it anywhere. Anywhere anyways, you, ha- you have so much space to put plants. Yeah, but
0: the punchline of this story is I'm like, I don't just impulse buy houseplants, Mary. And then this this 70-year-old lady is like, why not? I do all the time. And I'm like, oh, my God, now I'm going to get ganged up about buying a houseplant. And you didn't. But,
1: you still yeah, didn't I buy know. one.
0: Yeah, I, I, I toughed it out and pulled through. I've managed to get out of that Trader Joe's without buying a houseplant. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just ecstatic i was able to go to we would first time going to trader joe's in like what five months
1: yeah the last time i went was march
0: yeah the very beginning that was the last time i've been to a
1: grocery store
0: yeah yeah so needless to say i stocked up on more than one week's worth of stuff (laughs) i got my pot stickers i got my chicken fried rice i got some burritos we're good people we're good But uh yeah, so that's that's my week. I mean, anything interesting happened with you this week, Mary? Uh
1: yeah. Um well let's see. On Thursday or Friday I woke up and I found out that I won an Instagram contest, so that was pretty exciting. I won a um a plant journal and two terrariums. <laughs> um so that was pretty fun. But then the biggest news obviously of the week is the hydrocephalus walk. And Uh that was on Saturday and basically all weekend because it was a virtual walk. But um, we went to Magnuson Park, walked around, went to Locust Cider. Um, Team Mary raised almost $13,000, which is a team record. So that's incredible. And then overall, the walk has raised close to $80,000 and counting uh, so far. There's still still time for people to donate, so still could be going up. But thank you to everyone who participated in the virtual walk and donated um that's incredible that we beat our team record uh for donations this year and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it wasn't the same as normal, but we made put together a collage of uh for our team photo this year, and so that turned out well um and then other than that, the next biggest news after that is uh went to Trader Joe's like I said haven't been to a grocery store since. March been getting my groceries delivered or Amazon uh, Fresh pickup, um, to get my groceries for the last five months, and so I've been looking forward to all day yesterday. And when I was checking out, the checker I was like, "Now tell me what the highlight of your day is today. What what's something great that's happening to you? What's going to happen to you today?" I was like, "Honestly, I've been looking forward to go to tr- going to Trader Joe's all day long." And he's like, "Where you been?" And I'm like, "Well, you guys don't deliver or anything, so." I've just haven't been here.
0: (laughs) Yep, staying safe. Slowly, uh, you know, slowly waiting for the moment where the quarantine ends, so you can go back to Trader Joe's. But we did a one-time Trader Joe's run.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm not gonna wait five more months before going again.
0: Oh, okay. So, so now, now the fear of going to Trader Joe's is gone. Gonna go. Well,
1: I mean, we only need to wait outside for like
0: yeah, less less than ten minutes. And then yeah. once
1: you're inside then there's not many people at all because they manage how many people are in there. So that yeah, it, which then is it's better like really than easy. Yeah. Again, I have yeah. not been to another store since March and I it was just too claustrophobic when I did go before. So that's why yeah. I stopped going. Um so in honor of this, so, so throughout quarantine and before, I had been listening to the Inside Trader Joe's podcast and I really enjoy that. Highly recommend. They just Oh really? This, what
0: is it? What is it about? <laughs>
1: Trader Joe's, they yeah, talk but like... about,
0: <laughs> what about the... like they... their history. Or... Yeah, they talk about their history, but then they also oh, okay.
1: just talk about um, like different products that they've uh, had. They talked taught... one episode; they talked about like their cleaning and kitchen products. Another episode, they talked about their beauty products, and then they also just talk about them as a whole, like their culture, um, their sh- their uh, customers, all that stuff. Now, we are not that podcast. But I did want to enlighten all of you with some Trader Joe's facts in honor of our return to the grocery store this week. Um, So the first one, if you didn't know, the very first store was in California, and it was um, started in 1967 in Pasadena, and you'll be happy to know it's still there today. It's actually Trader Joe. Joe is a real person. Um, Joe Colombe. He founded the grocery store chain with the sole purpose of delivering high quality and interesting foods at low budget prices, and he wanted to create a laid-back atmosphere
0: for... Yes, it's very laid-back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. He passed away, actually, in 2020, this article says. Aww. Um, the, tra- the chain wasn't always called Trader Joe's. It was originally called Pronto Markets and was a convenience store, um, and then um after 10 years and they switched to Trader Joe's. The store, as you know, has a nautical theme. Um this is because Joe was reading uh White Shadows in the South Seas at the time and was inspired to make the people at the store like traders on the high sea. So Okay, I see. And all um employees wear Hawaiian shirts. And they wear the Hawaiian How about that shirt. Dress code? <laughs> they wear Hawaiian shirts because they are traders of the culinary seas, searching the world over for cool items to bring home to their customers, is what the store's website says.
0: Um wow, that's sweet. I never knew that.
1: Yeah. Um and instead of like most grocery stores they that have a PA system, instead they have um the Bell system and it they have a special code for different um things that need to happen when there's a um if a customer needs help or whatever then a certain number of bells means that instead and it's less annoying to the customer they also kicked off the reusable bag trend in 1977 um when they had their reusable bag start out um And they also were into uh, organic food before it was trendy as well, which is interesting. Um, One thing is bananas are sold at a flat rate at Trader Joe's. They're not sold in bundles. They're sold for no more than 19 cents each. And the reason why is because um, I heard about this on the podcast. Um, There was uh, an employee who asked an old woman once she was inspecting the fruit and ultimately putting it back. And when he asked her why, she told him, I might might not live to that fourth banana. And so <laughs> since that then the next day they decided to sell individual bananas and they've been 19 cents ever since.
0: Wow. Always thinking about the customer.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually though. Um another unique part about Trader Joe's is they own a private label and most of their um most of their products are under this private label. It launched in nineteen seventy two. Um and um, they actually only keep in stock four thousand different products, whereas the average supermarket keeps up to fifty thousand items on the shelf. Or sorry, four thousand items, as opposed to fifty thousand items. Which I mean, you know, it's That's much a smaller. Difference. Yeah. yeah. I also didn't know this one, but there's a try anything policy. So if you want to know if the sauce is too spicy or the dark chocolate is too bitter or whatever they have try anything policy and um, an employee can have you taste test it obviously not right now probably but
0: is this like sampling like their closed packages or like, like you, actual food
1: yeah like you can ask if you want to try yeah. it
0: so i could be like i wonder how well, this not right now, chocolate hershey's bar tastes
1: <laughs> they don't they don't have hershey bars there
0: oh okay yeah you're right but they do have a, a lot of chocolate there oh
1: yeah um, their frozen food aisle has a fan following. Like, I personally think that their orange chicken is the best orange chicken. Um, it's better than the Costco one, at least in my opinion. Um, they also have their own private label of beauty products. And um, every product is taste tested, which I hope that's true at every grocery store. But <laughs> that's one of the facts. Um, their wine section uh is a bargain. They started selling wine for $2 when they began and now their cheapest wine's $3, which with inflation that's an even better deal than it was originally. All of their signs are handmade as well, um which is unique to most grocery stores don't have that handmade touch. Um their best sellers are um everything but the bagel sesame seasoning blend um the cauliflower gnocchi mandarin orange chicken like i said that's really good and then the dark chocolate peanut butter cups
0: Ooh, i should try that i'll look for that next time i uh what do you mean which when, one when the uh the late the last one the dark chocolate peanut butter cups You've
1: had the. You <laughs> i have haven't to. tried
0: their uh orange chicken although maybe i should since you're basically saying it's the best orange chicken out there
1: <laughs> but didn't, didn't you buy some yesterday no i didn't oh i thought you did um, yeah. they say that the best days to shop are on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, um, because apparently that's the best day to get in or get in and out, get in and out without crowds. Um, gotcha. yeah. Um, and then also products are rotated on and off the shelves, um, because they carry fewer grocery or fewer products than most grocery stores. They are quick to cut something that doesn't sell. But there's new products launched almost every week. I always check the new product um, area because I always like to try it. Yesterday I got, um, what was it? Oh, like these, it's like one muffin and then you just put it in the microwave and it's like a protein muffin. I've had a similar one with Kodiak cakes from the normal grocery store, but it was like Trader Joe's brand mm-hmm. one. Um, I think in every store, the new product aisle is in a different spot, but usually it's on the back end, I think by the frozen section. I mean it's pretty oh, obvious again there's a big sign that says where it is.
0: Oh, maybe I'm just oblivious. <laughs> I never knew that they had like a specific section just for like brand new food. I figured yeah. it was just like organized by, you know, like okay, this is the frozen section, this is the dairy section, this is like a fruit section. You'll et never et
1: guess what that section's called. What is it called? New.
0: Oh wow. <laughs>
1: Um one unique part about Trader Joe's is they don't have sales, they don't have coupons, and they don't have membership cards, which basically goes against everything that every other grocery store does. But they say they do this because their prices are always low. And because they have their own label, that helps with their prices immensely. They yeah. also have um, a whole bunch of their recipes uh, combining a bunch of their products on their website um which is pretty cool. And you can't um make bulk orders at Trader Joe's like you could at other grocery stores too. It's like more of a neighborhood grocery store um and they're not really there to sell you bulk items as much. Right. Shopping online can be a real hassle. You have to jump from tab to tab comparing prices and trying coupon codes to make sure you're getting the best deal. Let me introduce you to Honey, the world's most popular money-saving app and browser extension. I use Honey all the time. Whenever I'm about to check out online, I click the button and it finds me the best coupon code available and instantly applies them to my cart. Honey is totally free. In fact, the only thing it can do is save you money. Get the Honey browser extension by going to sassstorysarcasm.com slash honey and start saving some money today. So yeah, that's kind of the a bunch of Trader Joe's facts. I love shopping there. I highly recommend getting a plant there whenever mm-hmm. you go because they do have pretty cheap plants. Um, even the other lady at the store yesterday was trying to get Brian to buy one, but he didn't. Meanwhile, <laughs> I bought uh two branches of eucalyptus and uh and a succulent yesterday and i for one am very happy um i don't know about you brian because you didn't buy one but that's okay
0: i'm just depressed without a plant
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so next up gonna switch gears brian don't talk about other political news that happened this week
0: right right so it's been a while since we've uh, touched a political story, uh, but there's something recent that happened that it was pretty uh, pretty big, considering the you know, the 2020 elections coming up. Um, I'm not sure. Most of you guys probably know because you guys read the news or watch the news. But Joe Biden. Are you is trying to say Dem-
1: that our listeners don't watch the news? No, or I'm. Don't I read said I'm
0: pretty sure they do. Okay. So uh, I'm, just, I'm giving you guys a compliment. All right. <laughs> so uh, Joe Biden, who's a Democratic, uh, you know, uh, candidate. For president Um, he picked a his vice president and earlier on during the Democratic primary he basically made a promise that he'd pick a woman and this would be like uh, you know groundbreaking because there aren't that many uh, female uh, you know uh, candidates for VP throughout history or for president throughout history so this is still a big deal and uh, so he picked uh, the California senator Kamala Harris and You guys might know of her a little bit. She did run in the 2020 Democratic primary, but she dropped out pretty early. It was a big Mm -hmm. race. There was lots of people, if you guys remember, that started like more than 20 people. And she was one of the people that dropped out uh, before Iowa, I believe. Um, So what's interesting about Kamala is she's going to be the third woman, uh, first black and first Asian American to be nominated for the vice president of a major political party. Uh, You guys will remember uh, Sarah Palin was another one of those women that got uh, nominated, and that was on the Republican side. Um, She was born to two immigrant parents, an Indian-born mother and a Jamaican-born father. Um, And then during her childhood, she was mainly raised by her mother after her parents divorced, uh, basically when she was around seven. Um, Her mother was a civil rights activist and a cancer researcher. So that basically gives you an idea of, like, the kind of influence that was uh, on her, you know, uh, special attention to civil rights. Um, She attended college in the U.S. at Howard University, and then she went on to earn her law degree at the University of California, Hastings, which is like a a law uh, college, basically. Mm -hmm. And then she began her career at a district attorney's office. So this brought her into uh, sort of politics and law. Those, those uh, go hand in hand. And then she became the district attorney, uh, district attorney for San Francisco in 2003. And she became the first elected uh, black woman to serve as the California Attorney General, which is basically the top lawyer slash law enforcement officer in the state. So that's a pretty big deal. And she was gaining popularity through that role. So sh- she spent two terms there and that propelled her to then switch her career over to the United States Senate and she became a senator for Cal from California in 2017. I believed I think I might have voted for her actually <laughs> back when I was in uh California. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome. It's all me really. <laughs> um but general now i'm going to go into like a little bit of her policies what she ran on uh you know while she was running uh you know as vp she's not going to be able to implement any of her policies but you know if she does happen to become president uh her policies do matter a little
1: are you suggesting that joe biden's gonna die or something
0: no this. (laughs) it was a big thing like i remember like sarah palin was like uh <laughs> it certainly impacted the, the general election, uh given uh John McCain's agent. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's it's relevant. I wish Joe Biden all the health in the world. You know, I don't want <laughs> I don't wish death on anyone and i don't think he's gonna die but you know in the event that's the point of the vice president mary
1: i know i know i was joking
0: questions oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyways she's more of a moderate although i'm sure she's going to be portrayed as a radical she won't give the democratic party anxiety like uh, bernie sanders would um she portrays her or she casts herself as a progressive prosecutor so she wants more of a you know racially just criminal justice system um and that, I feel like that would be good for the current climate, given, uh, you know, a bunch of, you know, all the racial un, uh, unrest in the country at the moment. Um, so that would be a, a good uh, idea from Joe Biden's perspective. Um, her position on healthcare is a little jumbled. She originally uh, signed on for Medicare for All uh, with Bernie and Elizabeth Warren and then backed off it a little bit. And then she came up with her own plan, which would basically give... Uh, Americans a choice from either enrolling in a more regulated private insurance plan or picking a public one. So that's the public option, basically, with more regulations on, you know, like pharmaceutical pricing and, you know, price gouging and stuff like that. Um, Her uh, position on immigration, uh, she was very vocal against the separation of children from their guardians at the border. Um, This is a current policy that we have right now, and she wants a path to citizenship. Um, so that's her position on immigration. And then most recently, she's been very critical of Facebook and other social media companies for their handling of political speech and hate speech and misinformation. I remember she was, uh, pretty upset about, you know, like misinformation about coronavirus and basically, uh, you know, like that sort of stuff, um, being spread around online, which, you know, eventually does probably lead to some people, you know, not wearing masks and stuff like that. Um, she offered a few proposals for those issues to fix, you know, issues of, you know, like mass misinformation campaigns online, but she hasn't really, uh, uh, gained too much traction among them because people are very, uh, you know, free speech. It's okay, whatever, that sort of thing. Um, and then of course she's taken more of a moderate stance on antitrust issues. So that's like, uh, you know, Amazon and, uh, you know, Facebook and the, you know, the big tech companies. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a classic supporter of left social issues, you know, like women's rights, abortion, uh, labor, uh, you know, equal pay, stuff like that. The LGBTQ uh, community, and uh, she's left left on the environment. She agrees with the concept of the Green New Deal. Um, I don't think she's officially signed on to the specific policy, but she agrees with the you know the notion that the environment uh, should be given more attention than it currently is um she's left or uh, center left on the economy so she doesn't you know scare Walt, wall street like bernie or elizabeth warren does so basically she's uh the same position on with joe biden on you know uh uh taxes you know government should be funded with taxes there should be social programs et cetera, like that um i'm sure she's going to get branded as a socialist <laughs> because she believes in social programs and stuff like that but Pretty much every Democrat will, so that's okay. (laughs) Um, So that's pretty much who Kamala Harris is. Uh, She's pretty much left of center uh, candidate that would be pretty much matching Joe Biden's uh, left of center policies um, if she were to be called on. (laughs) I'll just say that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So that's Kamala Harris, and uh, yeah.
1: And there's uh, 81 more days until until election day less than three months that's 2020 by so fast
0: but yeah i know yeah you know honestly i'm surprised they haven't done any like either virtual or like some sort of like debate where you know the only two people in the room are like the reporters and the candidates i know uh that the Trump trump campaign is actually trying to get those two to debate just because but you know that would be quite the show <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh i don't i haven't seen any news about current debates yet i hope they have at least a couple so people can get like a good idea of the differences between the two candidates you know mm-hmm. that's always good going in you know democracy and all that good stuff <laughs> yeah uh but uh, uh i haven't heard anything about that yet but i'll i'll look for that and i'll let you guys know if i see anything okay cool <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by audible
1: Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks with titles from every genre. Audible titles play on nearly any device and allows you to listen to your favorite audiobooks anytime, anywhere.
0: You can even switch between devices and it'll play from where you left off. Sass Stories and Sarcasm listeners can get a 30-day membership trial that includes one free audiobook of your choice.
1: Just go to audibletrial.com slash Podcast to start your trial and choose your book today. Well, a lot of people have been Googling, you know, politics and figuring out who they're going to vote for. But moving away from politics now, I wanted to go over how um, COVID has changed people's Google searches this year. Um, I just always find this really interesting. Um, So for there's four different categories we're going to go over, like out of town and like mobility words um, and then like. Culinary words, healthy living words, and then home entertainment words. So using Google Trends, um, the word ticket was the most popular this year in January through uh, March. You know, makes sense. Took a steep decline in April and then has very slowly been coming back into people's um, search queries
0: <laughs> I guess less people are getting tickets because less people are going out <laughs> or or no, it's, out like it's like, see, like concerts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it's <laughs> okay. about. It's not
1: about speeding tickets. Oh okay, okay. Um then the word hangover uh spiked in March and then has declined and it's coming back to where it, you know, normally was before um COVID. And then restaurant uh peaked for the year in fe- February and then again steep decline in March and April and, and then slowly, back slowly coming back. Yep. Now for more culinary words, uh yeast became the most popular in um May and June. <clears throat> That's really when everyone started making their sourdough starters and started making <laughs> bread. Um, and also, <laughs> yeast was hard to find. I don't. Maybe it still is, but I know people were having trouble finding yeast at grocery stores for a while because everyone started making bread and other, you know, recipes. Speaking right. of recipes, um, the peak for that word this year happened in June. Um, it's basically was flat, the same from like. January through April and then it just started taking off and then it's slowly coming back down like people really just were like oh we're in this for a while better start making food and then it looks like about a month later they're like never mind (laughs) going back to normal (laughs) um blender started taking off in uh June and July the most Mm -hmm. um had a uh like slow incline from like March to uh you know, June or July and now it's going back down to normal. But that's when people are probably making
0: smoothies. Um I like know. I like how pretty much all of these are like two months before I actually picked up the trend. <laughs> like I started my HelloFresh thing <laughs> and my and my blender like pretty much in September <laughs> and everyone else is doing it in July. <laughs> it's not
1: it's not September.
0: <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Not September. Like, August, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> See, this is how crazy it is. Like, I don't even know what month it is now. <laughs> I do. It's August, people.
1: <laughs> I just told you. Um, and then, lastly, for the culinary words, uh, takeout, for some reason, peaked at the exact same time that recipe peaked. So I guess Americans were split um, about when... I guess there was a small increase in March when people were like, oh, we're here for two weeks. Let's t- get some takeout. And then it went back down a little bit, and then it just climbed again. And now it's slowly going back down when people are like, oh, we're in this for a very long time, so I can't be Googling takeout as much.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's enjoying it's, you know, being at home, getting takeout. You're like, oh, I can't do this every day now.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, in the healthy living part of uh, these words, dumbbell, s- the steepest incline at, um, in March – And then, again, slowly going back down to normal. But that's when everyone's like, oh, the gyms are closed. Got to buy some dumbbells. I guess that's what I'm assuming happened. Um, Then next up, Strava, which is a workout app, uh, has increased from, like, April through June. And then went back down. Now it's coming back up. When Again, people are like, we're in this all for a very, very long time. And so they're like, you know, got to get – that workout app uh standing desk yeah standing desk actually just hit its peak for the year in search terms again people are like well like just like me i just bought a desk um people are like oh probably should actually invest some money in my home office uh, because we're going to be here for a while and so standing desks i'm sure have uh, skyrocketed you know those first like three or four months you're like i'll just do with what i have that's what I did and what a lot of people did. Yeah, but
0: people are working on their, like, dining room table, <laughs> stuff like exactly. that. Exactly.
1: Um, and then lastly for this category, electric bike um, that that uh, surged in May the most. And, again, it's still been ahead of where it was before COVID because, again, gyms are closed and, you know, they're not opening for a while probably Yep, Or, you know, not fully opening. And so people are like, let me get that Peloton or get hmm. get some sort of electric bike. Now, lastly is home entertainment. Um, I really fell in line with this first one, especially. Um, painting by numbers, just the fastest incline. Dumbbells and paint by numbers had the exact same incline in March. And I what do you know? Feeling, look at that. <laughs> yeah. What do you know? I did a paint by numbers in March. So...
0: You added to the trend, Mary. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I knew that exactly. Um and then hair clippers uh increased in April and May when, you know, people are like, Oh, I need a haircut. This is yeah, just gonna it's, be it's for it's two been weeks.
0: <laughs> uh huh. I'll do it myself.
1: <laughs> um tie dye has uh now just in July and August reached its peak for the year as people I guess want new clothes. Or they're tired of wearing the clothes that they own, and so they're just gonna tie dye their own. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and then, as you would expect, Netflix just again steep incline in March and April when people are like, "Oh, I gotta watch everything on Netflix." And now it's gone back down to normal where it, the search terms uh, were before COVID, and so everyone who has who wanted Netflix has it by now, and or have already watched everything on Netflix.
0: Yeah, they've watched all of Netflix. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So I just thought it was, um, I always like looking at search trends to see, and this, this has been one of the best like events to be able to see it just because it's a long, you know, long thing that's happening to all around the world. Yeah. And so you can see really it, yeah. see the trends and how this event has affected what people sure, are searching yeah. for because normally people wouldn't be searching for hair clippers, you know, um, <laughs>
0: Or paint-by-numbers spiked that hard. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm sure it's great, but it those, was uh, that hard. <laughs>
1: Those paint-by-number companies probably were, like, thrilled because they have never had so many people searching for their products before. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, just thought that was interesting. Um, lastly, we're going to wrap up the episode with some WCC sports news. Earlier today, they announced that um, all fall sports would be postponed. So that's like soccer, track and field, um, rowing, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to postpone that. And this does not affect WCC basketball right now. Again, they could announce it tomorrow when everyone's listening to this and could it could change everything. Right. Um, but earlier this week, the Pac-12 canceled sports through the end of 2020. So that does affect their basketball programs. But right. WCC, as of right now, as of 8 on August 13th, because, you know, everything changes so quickly. Um, currently, basketball is not touched, although because of the Pac-12's um, decision to not play, sport, play any sports in 2020, that affects Gonzaga's schedule with by three games. Uh, right,
0: because so they're playing teams in that but uh, conference.
1: Yeah, UW, Arizona, and one other. I Someone remember. else. Um, so, again, who knows what's going to actually happen. Um. Also, what's interesting is that, like I said, Pac-12 has canceled all fall sports and all sports through 2020. So that affects football for them. But there's other conferences who have not yet decided if they're going to be playing football or not. Or how they're going to do that. Um, In terms of basketball, though, I think if it's possible, their best bet for being able to play basketball is to do something similar to the NBA and have some sort of bubble. Yeah, like a regional bubble or something like that. Just have a WCC bubble or something. And only like play. they should
0: just all play like where they have the wcc tournament like down in vegas or something and that could be like their home and away games or something i don't know
1: yeah i don't know how they would do it but i feel like that's the safest that's the like i know that's that...
0: the most fail safe way any yeah. other way is probably gonna get canceled
1: exactly but it's just it's interesting to see how it's going conference by conference right now mm-hmm. i mean very well the ncaa could come down and with a final rule over all of the conferences, but right now it's just conference by conference and how they want to keep their athletes safe. Um, You know, more to come on that, but, like, what the heck are we supposed to do? All fall with no um, college football, and if basketball season gets canceled, really, there's truly nothing else to do on, like, Thursdays and Saturdays when Gonzaga basketball is life.
0: Yeah, I might have to break out the paint by numbers again, Mary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, though, I'll have to get like a special made, like paint by numbers of like
0: Gonzaga basketball <laughs>
1: of McCarthy or something. Yeah, the kennel. Um, but yeah.
0: Anyways, yeah, so that's like the current status of you know like sports. And, yeah, we did the current
1: status of like college sports, of uh, Google search trends of politics and of Trader Joe's. This podcast just continues to cover Jeffrey. a bunch of random stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyways, hope you guys all have a good week. Stay safe. Wear your you mask. You and we're already halfway through August. Remember Brian, we're in August, not September.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Yep. See you guys.